The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC Podcast Studio. High noon on a Tuesday as we turn our attention to the Cowboys and the Washington Commanders mm. this week. And after a very eventful last few days of football and a... Uh, obviously, we start off today's show, and we'll spend a lot of time today talking about the uh, events of last night and uh, our prayers, obviously, with uh, DeMar Hamlin and the Buffalo Bills and, the, and DeMar's family and so forth, Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and uh, Mickey Spagnola. And it, it was an unbelievable weekend of football, and then all of a sudden on Monday night. Everything uh, screeched to yeah, a halt. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's very uh, Sobering, and uh, uh, everyone just has uh, Damar Hamlin in their thoughts and prayers today. You know, um, we've seen a lot of injuries uh, in the game of football over my however many years covering it since I was in college. Um, but I don't recall seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall seeing someone look like a normal tackle, hit, fall right. to the ground, get up, and then just collapse. Uh, and when I saw that, it was like, oh, this is more than a head injury, right? And that initially, it was like his head did hit the ground, and I was thinking, okay, he kind of knocked himself out. Right. But then when you see the ambulance rushing onto the field and the way the uh, emergency personnel started running onto the field, you knew it was more than that. Um, yeah, and I don't recall ever seeing anything like that. And boy, as you said, it was very sobering um, um, and emotional too. Just thinking, this is what we do for our business. Right. We cover right. this stuff, right. right? And I immediately thought of you um, thinking, well, thank God he's with us tomorrow. Yeah, Put it in perspective, because you know, the, and even. I mean, we can go on and on, right? But when they were sitting there going, okay, we don't know how long the delay is, I mm-hmm. go, there is no way in hell if I'm a player that I'm going to go back out there and play. How could I get fired up to do something after seeing that? And, um, you know, and then you just listen to everybody and um, Marcus Spears and uh, Ryan Clark yeah. and Booger, and, yeah. you know, and it was like, okay, this is resonating through – all these players and it's like i don't know how i go to practice on wednesday man yeah how far do how far do you take it right i mean you know first of all this is something that no one's ever seen before as you talked about um i mean i've i've made that tackle many times the guy just kind of it seems like you know when you're when you're going lateral you know, you, you don't quite have that, you know, uh, a stance to, to go forward. And the running back just kind of beat him to the punch. That was it. The guy kind of lowered his head, you know, it wasn't as if it was a penalty. But, you know, you, you he was the more aggressive pl- person on that play. And the guy just kind of looked like he got hit in the chin. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I've got hit like that I don't know how many times. Yeah. I mean, an offensive lineman or defensive lineman, they get hit like that every play. 
So here it is. This guy gets up and goes down, and then he said, what's the protocol? Hell, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what the protocol is? There ain't no handbook for it. It is. There isn't. So, you know, what do you do? Now we got to sit here and wait, and, and uh, you got people worried about their fantasy teams. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. You know, worried about gambling, of course, and what their ticket's going to be and, and all of that. And here it is. This guy, you know, the reaction is, is weird on one hand to where, you know, people worried about selfishness. And then the other hand, his, his uh, charity rose up 3.7 mil. Is I'm that what it's mistaken. up to now? Yes. No. Wow, it's over four now. Wow. Last time I checked. Out. So, you know, you, you know, you know human society, man. This is the way it goes. You Capitalistic society, you know, some people are going to be m- more uh, uh, empathetic. You know, and some are just going to be still, you know, the bottom line is what matters. And this is what I was thinking about last night. If we were back in the 80s, how would we treat this? How would mm. we treat this? I mean, first of all, we, I, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't be nearly as empathetic now the way uh, 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 then the way we are now because the world was different. Nobody cared. It's football, and it's just the way it is. The union wasn't as strong. The players wasn't making enough money, so the care for those players now is is greater. Back then, who knows what would have happened if someone got hurt like that? Uh, would they be as diligent? You know, would we be talking about something like this? I don't know if anyone's ever almost died on the field. Before. Well, Chuck Hughes, uh, which was a Detroit Lions player in 1971. Uh, The Lions were playing the Chicago Bears at Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Late in the fourth quarter, um, uh, Hughes entered the game as an injury replacement, caught a pass from Greg Landry for 32 yards and a first down. Three plays later, i got to run through it here. Uh Hughes uh, uh, – okay, three plays later – Hughes was running back to the huddle with a minute left in the game, suddenly dropped to the turf, clutching his chest. He suffered a heart attack and died. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and wow. But that was a minute left in a game wow. that was played in October of 1971 mm-hmm. in Detroit. Obviously, as you point out, I mean, it's the the landscape from uh, as far as social media and yeah. everything. And humanity. And, 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 yeah, and, yeah, right. right. 50 years. We're 50 years. different now than what it was then. Um, but, and then... Yeah, it was. Um, the Hank Gathers is another one. Basketball, right? right. Of know, Royal Marymount. Of course. Well, yeah. you know what it reminded me of, and it would, this was only a couple years ago, uh, with the Dallas Stars. Rich Peverly uh, collapsed on the bench, hmm. and they had to take him off the bench into the uh, walkway to the locker room and perform CPR and I think they did the um, the shock treatment Mm -hmm. on him Mm -hmm. Um, and I just found out that uh, fortunate for him that they had a visiting physician there who was a heart specialist wow right just happened to be there with the other physician as a guest and he was able to um, you know help out Mm -hmm. with with his expertise but with this um, you know, before we knew, you know, that it was cardiac arrest and, you know, and this, the severity of that, uh, it was like, well, 
what happened? What did, Pre-existing what, condition? And see, and, and you think that, and I, I, this morning, ESPN, uh, the, the morning show, uh, had a uh, guest cardiologist. Uh, they did an interview uh, yes. with a lady from, um, she was a spe- heart specialist from Columbia University. Uh-huh. And she was saying that the it's a small percentage that between heart beats that you get some sort of traumatic hit and it causes your heart to stop. So the timing had to be, be just like one in a million. And, and she's saying, I don't know, but I know this can happen from a traumatic uh, uh, injury. Pr- so it doesn't, like ha- it doesn't matter. It didn't matter where he got hit. Right. It wasn't like he got hit in the heart. It right. was just a traumatic hit. Right. And then his head hit. Uh, and she said, and the key thing from just watching from afar was how fast the emergency personnel got there. Because when your heart stops you're not getting oxygen to your brain. That was a big thing with Mike Leach when right. he suffered his heart attack and he was apparently alone and so they didn't get help to him soon right. enough. And right. she said yeah. the you know the longer that lapse uh, the more after uh, effects, effects you will have. Yeah. You know, you'll start having organ problems mm-hmm. or whatever else. And she said that, it, you know, when she saw the, uh, well, I don't know if she said she saw it, but you got the emergency vehicle on the field and start giving them oxygen right away. Uh, that helps minimize the after effect. But she didn't have any knowledge of pre-existing conditions or anything like that, and we still haven't heard anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the, and the thing that, I mean, it, it was just eerie because, I mean, you knew they couldn't play, right? You can't go out right. there and play, uh, regardless of what the ramifications are. And regardless are. of the team. Yeah. Someone was saying on the way in, well, you know, if maybe if he wasn't a teammate. Well, if you view that, if you sit up there and watch somebody die and then you bring them back, if I, if I, if I uh, uh, view that, I don't care what team I'm on. Right, right. I'm going to be traumatized. I'm right. not playing anymore. I remember just we were playing against the Rams, I think, in the 80s. We were in Anaheim. And uh, like three people in, in a short succession had all of a sudden they blew their knees out, Timmy Newsom being one of them. And I remember sitting up there like, man, this is getting kind of scary. You know, just from knees being blown out. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. What? You know, it was very weird that you had like two or three of them in a short span in one game. That made me nervous. So you could imagine if I'm sitting up here looking at somebody, teammate or not, and they, they pull out the, the things and, and all that, and you bring them back to life? There's no way. I don't care who, teammate or not, I ain't going back. I'm no, going back. even if they told you to go back, right? No, right. I'm not going back. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't even know why there was a debate. Like, right. are we going to, you know, post, it's, it's suspended, postponed. No, you can't play. I'm thinking, like, who's going to practice on Wednesday and how are they going to feel around the league, mm-hmm. not yes. just those yes. teams? The, yes. the only way yes. that they could have resumed playing is if they got immediate yes. good news that he's fine. Right, yeah. You know, right. then, you know. And there was no and even with that, you're right. And even with that, it would be tough to, it would be tough, you know, especially even if like he, he, he heard he that he's, he's doing great, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, so. you know, and then the other part of it was um, just the the pressure on the announcers. Yeah. Joe and Troy, and, and then they go back to the studio. These people 
are trained to cover football. Mm -hmm. they're, not, they're not like news reporters that are, you know, probably immune to tragedy because that's what they right. cover, right? right. And now you've got to talk about this, and you know you're going to get emotional, right? Uh, when Troy said, um, you, know, you know how it is, just another injury, guys on the ground. I'm, I think I was cooking some food. My daughter was coming in. I was getting her some New Year's Day food. You know how you got to have the greens yeah. and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So I was doing that. And then they said, when Troy said CPR, yeah. I stopped. Like, what? Wait a minute, what? Yeah. You know, he said for several moments. And that, that like, they're like, oh, Lord. You know, that's when mm -hmm. I sat down, like, oh, man, what's going on here? This is, this is different. Yeah. Yeah. You hear the word CPR, the letter CPR, that's, that is not good. And, you know, and those guys weren't getting any information, basically. And you couldn't see because they circled the players all the way around. Well, you can't get information. The doctor's not going to give you right, right. information at that time. I got work to do. Yeah. And so that's what, that's what I wanted to get into, the protocol of something like that. How do you, what do you do? I mean, what's. I can't remember. Where did it come out who, uh, that the teams are going to warm up for Yeah, five and, I, and I heard that, that w whoever sent that information <laughs> was wrong. Right. The NFL is saying, no, we <laughs> never, never said right. that. Uh -uh. But yeah, I know. It's like, I can't remember a, if they it said was. They go in for five minutes and yeah, then they come back out and we're warm, up warm up a little up. bit. Well, that was the coaches talking. I believe that was the coaches talking because they made that decision after the coaches came face to face with the referees. Uh -huh. That's what I saw. But you knew it was going to come down from New York, right? And the NFLPA. Mm -hmm. And then I think both coaches were Guys like, are still out there crying. We're not. Yeah. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. We, we can't do this. Yeah. But they, but the, but the, the, you know, and then they act like they gave Joe and Troy a break by going to the studio, but then they're even further removed from it. And what, what can you say? And they keep coming back to him. Yeah. They and, keep and, coming and, back you know, to him. And like, you can like, see the emotion makes on, sense on, on Booger's face, right? right? He was having a hard time. Um, and it's like, gosh, what do you say? And then um, Schefter. Schefter, Schefter himself, he was. And then they went to the sideline. Um, help me, Bill. Their sideline. Lisa Salter. Lisa. Yes. And, and she was, she was struggling. But you know what? She came back towards the end mm -hmm. and and just nailed it. Right. She got herself composed. Uh, and but again, she's not used to doing that. Right? She shouldn't have to do that. And you know how emotional you're going to be, right? I remember during the Uvalde thing, and I don't remember what station I was watching, and they threw it to a very oh, young reporter, yeah. and she broke down crying, right? And it's like, well, it's not fair. She's yeah. not. She's not conditioned she to do it. this. She right? fought, she through, fought it. through it, right? Nate, told, Nate just brought up uh, Daryl Stingley. Yeah. That was crazy. Right. And so you look at the difference between – there's a difference right there. Daryl yeah. Sting is paralyzed. Mm -hmm. The game went on. Yeah. The game went on. Yeah, it did. The game went on, you know. And so, wow, that just lets you know how far we've come. So, you, you know, know. I remember I remember when um, – so this would have been 2009 uh, when, the, when the roof collapsed on the practice facility. Mm -hmm. We were all in there. You know, we escaped – uh, and about, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes later, 15 at the most, the fan had just taken over as the Cowboys flagship station. And I got a call from one of the guys there I knew, and they said, can you go on the air? And I was like, you know what, you're going to have to give me yeah. some time. Yeah. I said, yeah. you don't want me coming on here crying. Right, mm -hmm. and you—I mean, your adrenaline—you need some time. But yeah. those guys, they didn't have time. They had to react, and 
you know, keep the thing on the air for all that time. And I know they went to commercial break, but it wasn't, they just didn't have anything to say. Here, here, here's, let's just look at the NFL itself. The NFL is made up, and especially the coaches, of hardened men. You think about Tom Landry. This man flew in the war. Yeah. People fought in the war. They've seen death. You know, I would imagine some of them actually saw some action, and they've, they've seen people sacrifice this and sacrifice that. So when they play football and they try to keep saying it's a game compared to war, right, that's how we, how we become so hardened in the NFL. You know, oh, just got to keep on moving forward. Football is football. It's, it's a tough man's game. That's the, that's the foundation of the NFL itself. Men have seen a lot of things. Yeah. So when you see someone get hit on the practice field or the football field, I mean, we used to get somebody get injured. Man, we moved the practice up. No, you would. You, would. <laughs> you just move it up. Nobody. I mean, I don't care how I can remember that. in training camp, it's like somebody's laying out in Austin, and it's like, okay, move up move 10 up. yards, Move up 10 yards, yards and let the, them take care of him back here. Right? Yeah, right. I mean, so. We ain't got time. For, we ain't got time for, <laughs> see? So that's kind of where, that's the basis of the NFL. So I'm glad to see that we are not there anymore because, yeah. like, I, I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad Nate brought up Daryl Stingley because there were moments in the NFL where, hey, just get him off the field, let's keep on playing. Yeah. So let's just think about Daryl Stingley and Daryl Stingley Jr. at this point what he might be thinking right now. You know, um, I don't know if you want me to do this now, Bill. The, the last thing sure. I saw was the, the family sent out a, a statement, and I'll go ahead and read it here. It's a little bit long, but on behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to DeMar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donation from fans around the country. We also want to acknowledge the dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have provided exceptional care to DeMar. We feel so blessed to be part of the Buffalo Bills organization and have their support. We also want to thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. Please keep DeMar in your prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you're the mother sitting in the stands. Mm -hmm. No, that's huh? right. There's Thank a, God she was there. You yeah. go back yeah. through his uh, Twitter, and uh, this is a game from earlier in the season. There's a video of him before the game going up to his mom and, and family in the stands. And so I think she, uh, the family mm -hmm. was able to go to a lot of the game. I don't know if that was a home game or not, but this one, obviously, it was on the road. And uh, so it was like a uh, he had hashtag family or something, right. you know. And he was, uh, you know, I, I recall too, just when he came out of the draft in 2021, mm -hmm. uh, he caught my eye in as much for what kind of uh, high character uh, kid he was. He was a, he was a team as, captain. Yeah, right? at at Pitt, University right? of Pittsburgh. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's what I look for in that big green notebook are the mm -hmm. high-character guys mm -hmm. and DeMar mm -hmm. Hamlin. As soon as I heard it was DeMar Hamlin, I said, oh, he's a good <laughs> good guy. Yeah. Good <laughs> and, and then you go back through, uh, you know, the charity stuff that he's done, even going back to his time at, in college. Before NIL was around, really, in college, he was right. doing that stuff, you know. And uh, so, anyway, I, I mean, obviously, he is uh, in our thoughts and prayers. Again, overnight, the Bills did – 
confirm that it was a, a cardiac arrest that he suffered on the field. And uh, so just praying for, for, for uh, a great outcome. Yeah, great yes. outcome and yes. a full recovery uh, for DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, we finally got a I, – I, I was late uh, on, on Twitter that uh, – Jordan Rooney is a representative from his agency, basically yeah. sent out an update and said his vitals are back to normal. They have put him to sleep to put a breathing tube down his throat. They are currently running tests. We'll provide updates as we have them. So when I saw that, it was like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. You know, the vitals are good, but, uh, yeah. And, and and basically that, that cardi- cardiologist pointed out that the key thing is just to keep uh, oxygen, oxygen flowing into his body because even though you might be breathing on your own, you may not be breathing as well right. as, you, as you need to. You don't want any more stress on your organs. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, let's uh, take a break, and uh, there's some Cowboys things we need to get to when mm-hmm. we come back here on Mix Shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, capepostcompany.com. All right, you got uh, lots of stuff on your legal pad over there, Mickey. Yeah, I do. Seems insignificant, but mm-hmm. I do I do have it. So, um, well, while you're finding that, let's um, go ahead. You know, going back to the NFL on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, what happened was for the Cowboys, 
was an Eagles loss to the Saints. What didn't come through for the Cowboys on Sunday were those Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, that's true. They tried. I'm sitting there, sure and, and the game wasn't televised here. And so I saw that it was going to overtime. And so I got on my NFL app, and I'm listening to the game. And it was a Dallas kid, Tayshawn Gibson, out of at a Kimball High School mm-hmm. in Dallas, who got the pick for the 49ers and ran it back inside the 10 yard line. Yeah, and they kicked the field goal. And they got the field goal to uh, win the game. But had the Raiders pulled off that win, we'd be sitting here at all the Cowboys would need to not only win the division, obviously, would, would be the Cowboys winning this week in Washington and in Philadelphia losing. But getting a not only home field advantage in the playoffs, but a first round bye in the playoffs mm-hmm. by those two things happening: Cowboys winning at Washington, Philadelphia losing to the Giants. Still a long shot on Philadelphia losing to the Giants, but if the Giants decide to, yeah, play, and that's though. the other thing that went bad for the Cowboys is that the Giants clinched the playoffs. Yes, that's so they the got nothing thing. to play for. So what do you yeah. think? What but Dayball said we're playing okay. to win. But you now there still is a chance. <laughs> there still is a chance the Cowboys could get the first round by mm-hmm. if they win. The Eagles lose. And no, there's no chance. Arizona, <laughs> Arizona would have to beat or tie San go, Francisco. Go to San Francisco. Yeah, and yeah. San Francisco. And San Francisco. And that's a, by the way, a four and twelve Cardinals team. Yes. And they're uh, about their fourth quarterback. Fourth quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, it's uh, David. Uh, do you say blow? Or Blau, 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 David Blau, Blau, Blau from Carrollton, Carrollton. Creek View. That's right. By, by the way, uh, and the only reason I know him because. Missouri played him his senior year at Purdue, and I I was asking Anthony Brown. I said, "So, you know, what's Purdue got?" And he goes, "Oh, he goes, you know, they're not bad, but they're starting a quarterback's never started before. I don't know how good he is, right?" Mm-hmm. Well, he put 500 yards passing on Missouri. <laughs> Missouri won the game, but the kid threw for 500 yards. So I always, hey, well, there's still a shot. I always remembered his name, right? As a matter of fact, the next week I went up to Anthony and I said, uh, "You know." You're a pretty good player, but you got no future as a scout. Right. <laughs> and he started laughing because he knew what I meant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's going to start his second game, and he's just been there a couple of weeks. That's so. right. They've tied him off a practice. So you, you guys, are, you guys are telling me you're afraid to go down that that forbidden path that that Arizona could go there and win. No, the, no. I mean the no. fact that we go on the road and just oh. kick everybody's ass on the way. Oh, up to, yeah. oh no, yeah. no. I Are was we just afraid thinking, of that? Oh, can, but it's better oh, to have oh, of course a it's, buy. It's the That's first round buy. Exciting, yeah. man. Come on. And as Jerry said this morning, you know, you always want to play at home. Because they were giving them the... Especially if you own the team. They were giving them... Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> they were he giving wasn't them, speaking as a player necessarily, <laughs> but yeah, you could block they, they were giving them the choice on the, on the two propositions, right? You you're you're the top wild card team, so you got to go on the road and play Tom Brady, or you're the number two seed, and you play at home. But chances are you're probably going to play Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Hey, Which do you want? What do you want? Bring Jer- it on, baby. Jer- Jerry, bring said, it on. Play it at home. Bring it on, baby. Because Come if on, you man. win the first one, you're still at home for the second game too. Yeah, yeah. I want to see something great. I want to see something generational. That's what I want That's to see. That's what you were looking for. That's what for. I want to see. Because this team has been, I mean, like, like Nate said, 
you've got the coach in there asking questions, answering questions, and you just blew a team out by three touchdowns. And yet you got to sit, sit here at the press conference and answer all these yeah. questions about what is wrong with your team. I would love for us to just keep on going with all odds against us. Go to Tampa. Go to Green Bay. I don't care where it is. And just shut those, shut that up. Right. That to me, that would reverse all the narrative that the Cowboys are facing right now. So you want the Cowboys to go to, the hard way. Go to Tampa Bay, beat Tom Brady. That's first. Okay. That's first. Then go to Philadelphia and beat the who might be the MVP. We'll That's see. Jalen Hurts. Yes. And then go to San Francisco and oh, beat yes. Mr. Irrelevant. Oh yes. I'd love that. I would love that. I wish we could. <laughs> I wish we could sprinkle Green Bay in there somewhere. <laughs> Play four games. I don't care. And then get who in the Super Bowl? <laughs> it, uh, well, we gotta have Joe because Joe is the guy that has the most resiliency. I'm talking Burroughs. Burrow. Okay. <laughs> Joe Montana. No, no. <laughs> hey, hey, let's not go there. No, let's not go there. So Burrow. Okay. That's, yeah, that's come on, man. That's I, your dream scenario, that's Cowboys. My dream. That's my my. Uh, 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 Manning. Uh, well, scenario. okay. Well, you can That's we can Manning we can do it a different right way. Let's say the Packers stay hot. Okay. Okay. And then so Aaron, they win you, next you week, want to, of course, this week. Beat no, Brady, Hurts, Rogers. Okay. I love that. But except and Burrow. After watching <laughs> Green Bay play Minnesota, mm-hmm. they've got some sprinkled dust on them. That's right. Because with. I wrote this down. 132 left in the first quarter. The Packers were up 14 to 3 with no offensive touchdowns and 14 total yards. They returned a kickoff for a touchdown and an interception mm-hmm. for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. 14 total yards. And then Minnesota is trying to kick a field goal, and their kicker, Joseph, who had made 13 consecutive field goals, he misses. And then to end the first half. And then to end the first half, Mason Crosby, who we've seen before, connect yes. from 56 yards <laughs> in a playoff game. There he, goes. he kicks a 56 yard field goal Gary that Green doesn't Green. clear the crossbar. <laughs> it it hits. It hits on top of the crossbar. If it is one centimeter this way, it bounces back or towards the field of play. Instead, it just bounced on. Where, did they, where was that game played? Green, Green Bay. Bay. So you're telling me that this man can kick a 56-yard field Longest goal. Longest of the season. But we now. can't kick one when we were there in Green Bay. All the excuses about, oh, my oh. leg is freezing. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> no, his foot was. Uh, my foot. He's putting the foot in front of the fire and all that kind of stuff. But check come this on, out. Come on, man. Don't ever. Don't ever. No, no. Wait. Come on now. Don't no. ever let that narrative. Don't let the tail wag the dog. Not only did the ball hit the crossbar. It bounced so well, it bounced into the net. Yeah. Into the net. That meant it bounced another 10 yards. That means we could have kicked it as well. We had the best kick in the league, and we didn't go for it. That still uh, uh, chaps my butt, as uh, Stallings would always say. But anyway. We could have kicked it. That's Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and again, this is what I wrote about yesterday, the improbability of the NFL this season. Who thought the Packers at four and eight would be sitting there at eight and eight and need one win mm-hmm. to get in the playoffs? Or Detroit, four and seven, needing one win and a Seattle loss to get in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, all this weird, you know, we sat there and go, well, 
what's the chances after they lost to the Jaguars that the Cowboys win three straight and the Eagles lose three straight? Well, here we are. Here we are, Close. and they're not sure Jalen Hurts is going to play on oh, Sunday. Oh, I thought they were pretty positive no, about that. No, well, perhaps factoring into that, they want to see who the Giants are playing. Mm-hmm. Well, could <laughs> since be. the Giants don't have to win this game, right? That might factor. But into let's their remember too. the Giants' history in 2007 when they yep. played the meaningless game because they were the wild card team in New England and nearly beat the Patriots mm-hmm. and got all this confidence and they went in and won the first round and what happened they came here and beat the Cowboys I yep. think I think and they... went on to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. right that's the that's the path and they I'm decided talking about. they decided they were going to play that last game of the year because they wanted momentum and they lost the game but they gained some confidence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they wound up winning the Super Bowl. So all right, here's an update from the NFL on the Bills Bengals game. NFL continues to be in regular contact with the medical team caring for DeMar Hamlin and also the Bills and Bengals organizations and the NFL Players Association after speaking with both teams and NFLPA leadership. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the clubs today that the Bills Bengals game will not be resumed mm-hmm. this week. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. The league has not made any changes to the Week 18 regular season schedule. We will continue to provide additional information as it becomes available. So So maybe play Monday night? They're playing on Sunday. Yeah, they still they're, play they're, Sunday. They're not changing your one game the week oh, 18 oh, schedule. Sorry, still I, one that's game right. I was thinking this was point. the last game. Yeah, that's right. The, where is that game? It was in Cincinnati. I, well, that oh, game was in Cincinnati. I, I got to look up where okay. they're playing no this week. I was just, you know. Don't you just cancel the game and just go by winning percentage? <laughs> that's what they talk that's, about. Yes, that's what you do. Right? I don't, I don't understand why we're. You can't put in. I mean, because you don't. Are you going to resume the game 7-3? This ain't baseball. And that's the only thing they can compare it to, right? That's it. That's all they can compare it to. This baseball. I mean, and you, uh, if you if you're going to resume it next week, the earliest you could do that would be like Thursday, and then you push back the the Until next Monday. playoff game till Monday or. Well, but no. then you're playing. But then whoever Thursday, whoever one of those teams is playing in the playoffs, one of them may get the first round by and, mm-hmm. and not have a game. Mm-hmm. The other one, they'd be on a short week playing their playoff game, their wild card game. You right. can't do that. Yeah, I think you just you, yeah you just, you just don't worry it. about it. Just, just it's a it's, it's a non game. Right? Okay, they play a 16 game schedule. Everybody else plays 17. That's and, fine. We can we can handle this. And I and I dare anyone to complain. Right. Well, that's right. not fair. Right. Right. Go ahead, try that. Uh huh. Yeah. So, I mean, Bengals host the Ravens on Sunday, and the Bills host the Patriots on Sunday. Mm. And the and the Bills have not clinched. The first, the number one seed, right? Right. That's what. That's what's at stake here. Kansas City. Kansas City is thirteen and three. The Bills are twelve and three, and the Bengals are eleven and four. So it's seeding. It's uh, it's not only first round bye, but if the Bengals were to beat the Bills, they could overtake them for the two seed rather than right. the three seed. Right. So anyway, yeah, forget it. Don't worry about it. It's life. Just yeah, just okay. 
will continue. So more, we've, we've, we've come to, we've Yeah, we've, that we've reached that decision. Yeah. So, all right, here we go with more big shots in just a moment. <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Dak Prescott is this year's Cowboys nominee for the 2022 Walter Payton Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service off the field and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet or retweet hashtag WPMOYChallenge. Followed by Dak Prescott through January 8th. Vote Dak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that uh, last Friday we all hit on our picks to click. <laughs> on Friday? Yep. <laughs> on Friday. At the end of the show on Friday. For Sunday? We picked oh, that's the, right. the college football semifinal games. And, and we, we hit on both of them. We all picked, we all were in agreement. TCU would be playing Georgia in the national championship game, and sure enough. We finally got one. What games those were. And, boy, did we slam that, right? What did we win, each by one point? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. It was total – actually, TCU won by six. Six, that's 51-45. Sorry. Might as well have been one. They said the first time they've been decided by one score. The two semifinal games. Yeah, I I believe that. By one score. Yeah. Yeah. Excitement. And uh, then yesterday at the stadium, 
Tulane USC. How about that? What a game that was. Crazy. Tulane comes from 15 points down in the final minutes of the game to win 46-45. I, I didn't know we would talk about this, but to me, the dumbest play of the game. I'll tell you exactly what it was. Would you tell me? Right on the goal line. Thank you. In the end zone. Yes. How? Why would you hand off four yards deep in the end twice, zone? Twice. But yes. twice. Yeah. You did it twice. Uh-huh. And you have a Heisman Trophy winner right back here. Mm-hmm. This is my moment. Yeah. And the only okay, it's an okay. Tulane was trailing by eight points at that point in the game. That's true. That was with 320 left in the game. The only way Tulane can win that football game is if they get a safety there, cuts the lead to six, <laughs> and then seven. And then they score a touchdown with seven points. Point, because yeah. there's no way Tulane's offense, uh, even against that bad defense, they didn't oh, not enough time. They made they Jerry Rice's son got off in the game, yep. but they had another guy over there in that green, looked like Mississippi Valley colors. <laughs> that kid looked like Jerry Rice's son, yeah. number two. <laughs> yeah, he looked like Jerry Rice's son. But there's son. no way Tulane was going to be able, even if, if SC punts out of their own end zone, they cannot go down there. They can score a touchdown, but then they'd have to get a two-point conversion, and that just gets you to overtime. They'd have to win it in overtime. As it was, you give them a safety. First of all, the guy fumbles the ball. He, you know, fumbles the kick, the kickoff. Was that right? Right. Favorite coach with the play call. <laughs> yeah, and see, this guy's a genius. Yeah. And how do you not make? Why would you? Give the you know ball? what? You know what? You brought the ball to the. You know, here's basically, what happens. You brought the ball to here's the what happens these defense. days is there they don't practice the quarterback under center enough. And they that was a shotgun, wasn't it? We got it was do, a shotgun. That's what I'm saying because he yeah, didn't go under said. center. Right, that's yeah. what he said. I mean, okay. what happened in the? But I wouldn't but even just, run the ball. Just roll I him out. Even run the ball. Thank you. Yeah. he is a Heisman Trophy quarterback winner. Sneak. They haven't stopped him all game long. Mm-hmm. And yet, I mean, he was on the roll. They were just singing his praises. Yo, this guy. Five o'clock in the morning when he was 11 years old, he'd been a personal trainer, all this going on, and now he got the Heisman. Now he's about to win this game. No, he's not. It, I mean, it looked like a zone read or an RPO, and he was reading the defensive end and decided he, he to hand off or something. I don't know. Too yeah. complicated. If he right. would have taken it himself, it still would not have worked. Right. They were going to sack him. He needed to take it, roll out, and throw it downfield. Once or again, Heisman Trophy winner. Right. Not as a runner, not Tebow Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, this guy's prolific. And you sit up there and hand the ball off to him, to the running back. Hmm. I, I just, that was bad. That, the coach lost that game. I was watching with my son. Yep. The coach lost There's that no game. Just, I am just so glad that it qualifies my opinion that they should have had a 12, 16 team playoff. Long years time and ago, years ago, because you never know when and you it should play be, the game what's going to happen. And by the way, it should be a sixteen-team yes, playoff. Why not? Yeah. What, what when is we, that coming again? In two years, it's a twelve-team playoff. So, yeah. so four teams get a first-round buy. Well, there's if you you watch enough of these bowl games. Everybody's got players. There <laughs> yes. are players all over the lot, you know? And so it's not like it was 20 years ago. I'm Even aware. backup players. And the first, yeah. and the they, first you've got Cinderella's. I mean, who expected TCU to make it all the way? But they you go look even at. They ranked at the beginning right, of the season. But you've, and I've now been studying TCU's roster. You look at their roster, and Stats. I understand why they're Stats. in the national championship Stats. game. Absolutely. You know? That quarterback, was he was recruited by, he came down to TCU in Georgia. <laughs> You know, and you you mentioned four teams get a bye, right? Well, Tulane's not going to get a bye, right? right? 
So the big schools are going to get the buy. Well, USC, yeah. if they beat Utah, they're in the they're in the playoff, yeah. and they right. just lost to Tulane. Right. Okay. Probably so there, the there is enough there's enough evidence right there to tell you that there shouldn't be any first round buys in this twelve team play. It needs to be a sixteen team playoff. Plus, then oh, all those group of five leagues. Okay, the champion of those leagues, and it's only there's only ten conferences all told. There's five group of five um, leagues, and then there's five <laughs> others. Okay, the champion goes, and so when when any Division One college football player starts practice in August, they know we have a chance to play for the national championship yeah. because if we win our conference, then we're in the tournament. See, and I think those 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 schools. They they were worried that if it's sixteen teams, then people will transfer and go to these smaller schools mm-hmm. and make them smaller schools better because nobody's going to sit and wait to play. They right. want to play right now. Yeah. The other thing with the sixteen team is you've got you'd have ten league champions that qualify and six at large. Yeah. So everybody every, same everybody care. won't have to wait so long to play the national championship. Right, you know they won't be sitting out a month or whatever. Right, wait to play you, the you game. Just, you just start it right when the regular season and ends, let's and then right. take a little break for the holidays, and then you pick it up again with January first mm-hmm. and the championship game a week later. Hey, a couple uh, cowboy notes before we yes, we leave. Just uh, Tony Pollard is scheduled to practice on Wednesday. Uh, the Cowboys are going to start Matt Forniak's 21-day ramp-up off injured reserve on Wednesday, so they expect him to uh, need start that, Need that at center, Yeah, that depth at center. Uh, mm. my, my take on Tyler Biotish is probably, you know, we mentioned it's a high ankle sprain. I said it wasn't as severe as normal, probably not until the playoffs, if he gets back in time for that. Leighton Vanderesh said he's he feels really well now, uh, much better, and probably the playoffs. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not playing. No, he's no. he's not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything on Hankins? I don't think anybody asked about him, but that was an original since they put him on IR. Oh, that's right. That would be the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, that's this, right. This would that's be right. uh, the fourth game. And I had one more. Um, oh, it was um, the Eagles suffered a serious injury. Lane the Johnson, lineman. right? Yes. Uh, and it sounds like it's an abductor injury. So okay. they they paid the price for their backup in there. So we'll see. Uh, this, I mean, it could be season ending uh, or. He's going to have to play through something that's pretty mm-hmm. painful. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time all year they've had to deal with an injury on their on the offensive, offensive line. line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. it welcome, evens the welcome, score. Welcome to the club. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> oh, one right. last one. Charles Haley. He he gave uh, Tyler Smith a autographed 94 jersey <laughs> framed for Christmas. It was That's what he the, gave. He was sitting in the locker and won to Jason Peters too. By the way, why? Because I don't know. He was congratulating him on the season. He wrote on the '94 a little message to each one of them. It's not bad. And uh, that's got to have some value. I mean, it was. It's as big as that star. Oh, that's, oh shit! It's beautiful behind yeah. us. Yeah. 
So that's anyway, crazy. Charles Haley. That's cool. He's he's getting soft. He never did that for me. I'm <laughs> this guy. <laughs> he is getting soft. I'll tell you. Uh, that. All right. So that does it for a Tuesday edition of uh, Mix Shots, and team is back at it on Wednesday, a regular work week, and we will be back uh, to shout at you again Wednesday at noon on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!